What is respectable work? I just had to look up the hot tub category and that's just embarrassing how you can see yourself like that and still sleep at night. I, I don't know what you mean, man. I, I really don't. I don't know how you would feel more comfortable like being some cog in a machine. If you can make a decent enough money doing that, uh, that you can be independent rather than work some boring, repetitive, monotonous job where you aren't valued at all, like why would you not do that? In, in the list of things that I'd like to do as a job or like in terms of preferences, being a hot tub streamer or a person who is paid because they're physically attractive, that's, that's not anywhere close to the, the, the worst thing on that list, you know? I think you've just been, uh, I mean, we all are, influenced by society to see particular things as more acceptable than others. Not for any real rational reason necessarily, because not like you're being harmed or something. It's just uh, emotional garbage that's imbued into us by society. But once upon a time, people, people would feel uncomfortable showing, showing their fucking ankles, man. It's just social conditioning. I would much rather work a nine to five bagging items in, into, uh, that are on a tray into a plastic bag than ever sit in a hot tub and get people throwing money at me. One of those is a respectable job and the other one is not. It's not really the case. As I've said before, man, times change. Like once upon a time, sitting at a desk was not a respectable job. It's like, you sit at a desk, man? Pfft, you know? You work on computers all day, man? It's not real work, man. It doesn't matter what you do in life, there's going to be sub some subsection of society that's just like, Oh man, that's not a respectable way to make a living. You tell someone you make entertainment content on the internet, it's just like, what? That's fucking pathetic, man. Maybe that makes me more... I can, I can empathize with these, uh, these women or whatever. Because I have seen people make those statements or uh, roll their eyes when they hear what I do for a living. It's very dismissive, man. I work hard and it's not as easy as it seems, you know? Although I suppose with my job it's a little bit different because how difficult this job is really varies from content creator to content creator. Like you see people who, like their main content is they start a camera and they're like, uh, hey guys, uh, this thing happened and like it's, it's quite bad and you know, I, I think it's bad and you should think it's bad too and uh, thank you for watching and uh, see you later. And that's it. And it takes like 10 minutes to record their main barrier is finding literally anything that they can fucking talk about. It's very difficult to get into that position to be the right place at the right time. But uh, the amount of effort that goes into the content is basically nothing. And then you have people who, you know, it's like each video is like a four month long endeavor. Uh, that may as well be on the production quality level of a high budget movie or something like that. To make one video. And, and both these people technically have the same job. Yeah, but do they work hard? They just sit in a fucking tub, show off and write names on their body. You make entertaining commentary and spend a lot of time editing and recording all that. Oh no, that's what another comparison that I was making, yo. I was mainly talking about how some people consider my job to be easy. It's hard to say that the job title itself contains with it um, a great deal of hard work, because the amount of hard work varies to an extraordinary degree from content, content creator to content creator, you know. Some content creators are working harder than any of us could possibly imagine and barely getting by, while others are doing effectively nothing for amounts of money that would, uh, like, boggle our minds, you know. Are TikTokers creative? Do you consider TikTok stars as creative hard workers? Unlike YouTube, TikTok has no creativity, it's just people copying trends or dancing in front of a picture. 
or dumb shit like that. I have no respect for someone who gets paid on TikTok. Have you ever used TikTok? I'm, I'm gonna accuse you right now. You you have never used TikTok. You have? I, I show you not very much. Sketch comedy is a hard thing to make a living doing. I mean, any form of comedy is. Because you need to keep thinking up new, fresh, creative ideas. There are some people on the platform that are just, that's all they do. They sit around all day going, what can I make a joke about? And can keep it into a minute. And that's a hard fucking thing to do. There are certainly a lot of people on the platform who all they're doing is, what's the latest trend? Okay, this thing, and then they just do that trend. But there's a lot of original creative stuff on there. And the best thing you can do as a TikToker is to create a trend. Worse than this though is the the people who get popular because of a particular trend. The trend can't last forever. There was this guy with like an orange suit or whatever who made a face and there's only so many jokes you can make with that. There's this guy who a song plays and then he runs and there's only so many jokes you can make with that. And you've got to look at these people who are effectively making a living in some extraordinary it's just so tiny the niche that they're making a living and every day they're like man my 15 minutes has almost run out i've got to somehow make a future out of this and they can't do it like if you're making a living on tiktok your situation is so precarious and the the easiest way to get famous is for one particular thing but then you you can't do that one thing forever the amount of people who transform just the normal accounts into TikTok fame and then go on from that TikTok fame to have some sort of long career with a consistent pay is, is so tiny. Like, you have to both get lucky and you have to be so fucking skilled. It's really hard to get into a position on any social media where you're making any kind of a consistent living that isn't at the risk of falling down around you with one small change in a trend, you know? There are a lot of creative, amazing people on TikTok, man. People who are more creative than I could be in the entirety of my life. And there is a lot of bullshit on there as well. It depends on the individual person. If I respect what they're doing, if I think they're particularly, particularly creative, how much luck versus how much skill went into their success. It, TikTok isn't just a place lacking in creativity. I mean, be, to be real with you, most new memes actually come out of TikTok. Even now, most of the popular songs, those who hit the top of the charts, are usually those who do really well on TikTok. TikTok is just a uh, defining industries at this point. It's just very cynical to say it's just, there's just no creati creativity in there, you know? As a new creator, would you recommend TikTok or YouTube for explosive growth? YouTube has the best chance of giving you some sort of a stable career. The money on TikTok is uh, infinitesimally smaller than YouTube. And YouTube has everything, you know? It has live streaming, it has its own form of TikTok, it has its own edited content and stuff. TikTok is just one thing. YouTube is everything. They can't even really be compared. Getting followers on TikTok is uh, not super important. Like a follower on TikTok is worth so much less than a follower on basically any other platform. I think TikTok is established enough that it's not uh, a situation where, you know, you're, you're growing with the platform. It's kind of grown to the point where it's going to grow to. I mean, it's still going to grow, but I just mean it's not going to... It's already, it's already got its established players. Like, if you can be on the ground floor of a new social media, that's great. And some people got that with TikTok. But that ship has sailed now. It's going to depend upon you, which is more suited to your type of content that you plan to make. Teleportation and identity. Could it be the case that the, the best we're ever going to get for teleportation is, like, 3D printing? I guess the internet is effectively teleportation, but only of uh, digital things, you know what I'm saying? 
And I guess 3D printing would be the best teleportation we'll ever get of like actual physical objects, but it's really just copying, you know. Teleportation will be killing yourself. It all depends on how you perceive the idea of self. If you see yourself as a configuration as opposed to particular matter, then as long as the configuration on the other end was indistinguishable from the configuration in the beginning, you wouldn't be killing yourself. You would just be relocating the configuration that is you. It is very hard to have an idea of self that is dependent upon a particular type of matter because your body replaces that matter all the time. Different parts of you get replaced, you know, every year or every six months or every four years or whatever it is. But all your cells eventually do get replaced. It's the, what's it called, the ship of Theseus or whatever. If you take a boat and you replace each plank, one plank by one plank by one plank, if you replace, like, how many planks do you have to replace before it isn't really that ship anymore? Like, it'll, it'll be a indistinguishable, potentially, from the original ship, but none of the original bits of wood were the original bits on that ship. Most ideas of identity or self that make sense to me involve some sort of, um, conceptual thing, like, um, continuous experience, you know? You can identify a continuous chain of events that you experienced from a first-person perspective, and that is you. You're essentially an entire new person every five years because of self regeneration? Yeah, exactly. So if you have an idea of self where particular matter is you, then uh, you are a complete, you are a new person, you know, every five years or so. If you have an axe and the handle breaks, so you replace it, but keep the head, then next year the head breaks, but keep the old handle, is it still the same axe? Yeah, at the end of the day, it's, it's all just a matter of, um, you know, we perceive what things are and we give them identity based on our perception, right? We find particular things important and thus distinguish them from other things with names and um, other signifiers and whatnot. Amaranth's ad revenue on Twitch. One interesting thing that came out of uh, the whole Amaranth losing her ad revenue thing, it only lasted a couple of days, so she got it back quite quickly. Which is very strange, like why would Twitch do it in the first place if they were just gonna immediately put it back? It's almost as though they were trying to help Amaranth out in that the few days that she lost for ad revenue, she got so much media attention that it was worth way more than any ad revenue that she lost. But regardless, she claimed that she made, what was it, 30k in ad revenue? Like, Amaranth is like 10 times larger than me or something. Um, in terms of average viewership or whatever, it, you know. But that suggests she's making like 30 times my ad revenue or something. Not 30, man, I mean, you would call it 20 or something. I guess maybe she plays ads? That's a lot of money for ad revenue. What makes that interesting to me is not how much money she makes in ad revenue, but because ad revenue is the minority of income that you make on Twitch. So if she's making 30k in ad revenue a month, she must be making like half a million dollars or something. A month or some shit. Maybe 300,000 or something. I can't, I can't imagine her ad revenue is over 10% of her revenue. Even to a 40k in second Yeah, I think she said 30 to 40k or something. As large a sum of money as that is, that is not a heap of money given her other revenue sources. But I suppose that's just what happens when you have uh, an average of 15k viewers or whatever, whatever you do. And if it doesn't matter if you're breaking up the content or whatever with ads, I guess you can spam ads all day. Of course, she could be being dishonest. I mean, if she'd said 15k, I'd be like, yeah. If I knew she played ads and she said 30k, I'd be like, yeah. Because just extrapolating my own money or whatever. If she's 15 plus times larger than me, it's like, well, okay, well, 
I guess she can make <laughs> that much more than me, I guess. If you're subbed, you don't see the ad, or it still counts? Uh, yeah, you, you, it doesn't count. Twitch Turbo counts. As in, if you have Twitch Turbo so you don't see ads on the entire platform, uh, you, you still do give revenue to the content creator, even though the ad doesn't play. Unless they've changed that. Twitch Turbo is a thing where you pay uh, 10 bucks a month or whatever and you get no ads on the platform. Very rare that you see Twitch Turbo. They probably don't advertise it all that much. As long as you have ads turned off, you shouldn't see ads. It's up to the content creator if subs see ads. I mean, certainly it could be possible that you you accidentally watch while you signed out or there's a bug or something, but uh, as a rule, no, you're not meant to get ads while you're sub. Yeah, Twitch Turbo is like YouTube Premium, yeah. YouTube Premium is better value for the content creator though. Because YouTube Premium directly shares revenue with the content creator while Twitch Turbo does not. If Twitch Turbo shared revenue, then content creators would directly advertise Twitch Turbo. I suppose on Twitch though it's a little bit different because, you know, it'd just be better off uh, getting a person to sub to you specifically, you know? Like why advertise Twitch Turbo when you can advertise your own subs? According to CB... CNBC ad revenue averages about $250 per 100 subscribers. I think you must be reading that wrong, or they're talking about their ass. I, be I believe they're talking about sub revenue, not ad revenue. It is funny sometimes reading articles written by people who have no real understanding of the thing that they're talking about. And given that Twitch is somewhat niche, but people will still need to write on it occasionally. I'm sure they're just effectively writing nonsense. Happens all the time. You're an economist and it frustrates me so much. You think it's half, you think Amaranth is making half a million dollars a year? You are way off. If before taxes you told me she's making five million a year, I'd be like, yeah, okay. You said 10 million, I'd be like, ah, oh, maybe that's stretching a bit, but yeah, yeah, it's still possible. Half a million? Nah. I mean, she has OnlyFans, Patreon, Bits, Donations, Subs, YouTube. Doesn't she have two YouTube channels? She, her revenue sources are like, she's got like 15. Oh, half a million in a month? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's plausible. The biggest thing that we don't know, like, it's, 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 this discussion is completely pointless, but it, you know, it's, uh, the, um, the OnlyFans thing. Like, I believe OnlyFans has the most generous revenue share of any platform, as in it takes the smallest cut. You think you can live with 500k a month? Really, man? It seems like it'd be a bit of a chore. You could only buy one island a month? I don't know, man. Don't think it'd be worth it. Government says I can't have human fuel. So I watched this video that talked about all the different ways that meal supplements have existed and people's desire to remove the tedium of eating and all that jazz. This guy ended it by saying, it, it seems like there's only one good company for meal replacements and it's Huel, which, you know, a combination of human and fuel. I'm like, oh, I've heard that before. Let me look up and see if I can get that. Nope. Because... Due to all the regulations in Australia in regards to food and animals and stuff and importing them and stuff, to get any, to import any food, it's like 800 hurdles that you have to jump through. And Huel is just like, nah, not interested. And so, but, but the same with Soylent and all this stuff. Like, uh, unless it's a homegrown, uh, made in Australia meal replacement, you, you can't get it. And uh, I tried Aussie Lent back in the day, not a fan. Um, I think there's another one now, haven't tried it, but like I hear good things about Huel. It's actually the second time it's been mentioned to me. I would love to try it, but I can't. There's literally no fucking way. Bullshit. Like, don't get me wrong. I totally understand the reason why you would have regulations around bringing food in. 
um, potentially invasive species and stuff. Australia has already had that a handful of times and it's fucked up the ecosystem. Uh, cane toads being the, the biggest example there or, or what have you. Um, and potentially different foods having within them insects and stuff that can be invasive species. I understand the regulations. I just wish, uh, you know, it wasn't particularly inconvenienced, inconvenienced to me right now, you know. So I understand the rules, but it doesn't make me happy that it happens to uh, n not help me right now. I'm sorry Australia we won't let you eat fuel made from humans. Damn. It was my one dream. I buy his 1.5 million Twitch viewer record. I did hear that iBuy had uh, broken another record on Twitch with 1.5 million views. I mean viewers, sorry, concurrent viewers. What was he streaming though? How did he get this many viewers? I know he's a Spanish streamer, yeah, but what was he streaming? Boxing match of YouTuber streamers? Really? He was streaming a boxing match. Oh, I guess then it was the combination of the viewership of those two boxing people plus the viewership of iBuy that managed to make such a record happen. Interesting. Why is Hungary called Hungary? Love to Hungary. Why is Hungary named Hungary? Like, does the name in the region have anything to do with food? Or is it just coincidence? Probably coincidence. The people who took the land were called Huns. Unfortunately, everyone is trying to give us food ever since. <laughs> Just change the name of your country to full, or satiated, or satisfied. We hungry, after all these years, have finally decided that we are quite satisfied. <laughs> and thus that will be, in, be the name of our country. We appreciate all the gifts of food from around the world, let's be real, by the time it gets here, it's basically gone off anyway. <laughs> My growing collection of random hardware. You're ready to hear millions to one and your headphones breaking? Speaking of headphones, I have been searching for a long time for the perfect waterproof headphones. All I want is a pair of headphones that connect every single time with good sound quality whenever I'm in the shower. That's it. Preferably with the ability to move like the song and stuff, like actually have buttons on it. And uh, thus far, not found anything good. Everything has had its own problems, and with consistent use, uh, tends to die really quickly. I mean, they say, sure, man, it's 100% protected with, against water, man, you can swim with them and stuff, but in reality, like, they all have problems. You aren't meant to take electronics and water, but I will one day find the perfect pair, and I can finally be satisfied. I've tried multiple pairs now, I even bought, like, this really expensive pair like three different times. I think my biggest expense right now that uh, makes little sense is random bits of hardware trying to find the right bit of hardware for me. I don't have time to return stuff and so I've got extra keyboards and extra mice and stuff laying around. I want to do a giveaway and I just, just give a lot of it away at some point. But even that would be kind of a pain in the ass wrapping it all up and stuff but maybe be worth it. My mo in my moments where I am just not thinking and uh, attempting to relate to people in different circumstances, I think to myself, like, who's going to wait a month for a new keyboard from a giveaway or whatever? But, like, there are a lot of people who, you know, are using some shit keyboard because they literally can't afford a new one. Or, you know, they're younger and thus don't have access to that kind of income. So there are people who, even if it would take, like, a month for me to send it or whatever, would appreciate a new keyboard. 
I'm fortunate enough to have never been in a circumstance where if my keyboard broke or something, I'd just be completely shit out of luck. But uh, some people are, you know. And if it's free, yeah. And they're good keyboards, I mean. Even if a person has a, a, a new keyboard, it's not necessarily um, one of the things I have. Yeah, so like I, I want to just like grab all my random hardware that I don't need and uh, just do a giveaway for 10 people or something to get them to pick a piece each or something. Thing is though, at the end of the day, it'd probably just be easier for me just to give them money for such hardware because of how expensive it is to send stuff uh, around the world, you know, from Australia. It's like, sure, I can give you a keyboard worth $100 or I can spend 80 bucks sending it to you. <laughs> you know? All I'm saying is, where's my teleportation at, chat? How about selling it on Craig Craigslist? Uh, I don't think Craigslist exists in my country, but I also don't need the money, man. I have enough trouble getting into a day all the things that I need to do. I don't even leave my house, man. I don't have, really have time to be selling hardware. The difficulty in ignoring stupid comments about you God damn it, why did I do that, chat? Had barely any energy at all. Barely enough to do another run. And I went back on my Reddit, and the very first thing I see is a really fucking stupid comment from a person who knows absolutely nothing, yet is willing to assert everything under the fucking sun. Why did I do that, chat? Why waste energy on that? Why go back on Reddit? Why go somewhere that I know I'm gonna have condensed stupidity thrown in my face? Except my subreddit, you guys are cool. As I say, Reddit and Twitter, the mileage you get out of them, assuming there aren't people who just maliciously want to throw shit at you. Depends what you, what you interact with. Just ignore people you think are stupid. Ah, but it is really, really hard. Like, it's something that you... The average person will never have to experience. I mean average in a way of, um... In some positive trait, I mean uh, in terms of attention. Um, it's very hard to just look at people who know nothing. Who believe false things about you that you know that they're wrong about. Not simply a matter of value or like, should you have done X or Y, just factually they are wrong. And just letting that slide. Because it it's never just one person, you are right? Handsome. If there's one person who believes something false, then there's, in this business, thousands that do. But you, you can't correct it. Correcting one person isn't gonna change that. Your bullshit can go light years before the truth can, you know, put on its pants in the morning, whatever the expression is. <laughs> You're using Reddit wrong? Reddit for a content creator is very different from Reddit from an average person. For an average person. When you're, when you're an average person on social media, you choose who you interact with. Because it's extraordinarily rare for people to seek you out specifically. But once you become known on social media, people seek you out constantly. As in, um, it doesn't matter where you go, people will be able to communicate with you and send information at you. Unless you just specifically close yourself off from... Um, and, and, and from everyone, good and bad, which is uh, equally annoying. Because you'll want to be able to inter interact with good actors, but the bad actors ruin it for you. Reddit is pretty good. For a casual user, it's, um, it's an interesting place. It's generally a good site to be uh, unknown on. Will I remember you when I'm famous? Matt, will you remember me after you get famous? No. I don't actually recognize your name, Oink, but, um, I don't know, dude. <laughs> Eventually, you just end up, um, you recognize names and stuff. Yesterday, Reeves came by. I'm like, oh, I know that guy. I know that guy's name. He's, I'm like, how long's it been, Reeves? He's like, it's been three years. I'm like, three years? Really? You know? If a person's in chat enough, 
Especially during the earlier days when I had fewer viewers. Like, you just... The names stick in your head. May not a heap of details, but they stick there. But outside of recognition, in that if I saw the name, like, oh, I remember that name. I'm not gonna, like, recall it as I'm sitting there on my couch one day, like, oh, Oink 2007. Yeah, that was the guy in my chat. Like, it just doesn't happen. I am just some guy on the internet making weird YouTube videos. That's it. I'm happy you guys like them. John Cena's apology to China. What is my opinion on John Cena apologizing to China for saying Taiwan as a country? This may be a controversial opinion. Whether or not John Cena acknowledges that Taiwan is a country does not impact Taiwan. What it does impact though is a lot of people's jobs in the industry who are dependent upon him and his continued success in the industry, his future, um, uh, his career potentially. What I'm saying is I don't think John Cena doesn't think that Taiwan is a country, but I think that uh, people have gotten around him and gone, look, you can either walk this back or the negative ramifications for people around you that you care about could be severe. Uh, do you want that? And he's gone, no. It is very hard to, like, it's, it's easy to, you know, take some sacrifice upon yourself for some uh, higher calling, you know, your, oh, you know, your, a moral calling or maybe just your pride or ego or whatever. It's, it's easy to take a sacrifice for that for yourself. But when you have to sacrifice other people's well-being to commit to a particular stance, that's a hard thing for a person to be willing to do, you know? At the end of the day, the false of the situation doesn't lie with John Cena. It's China's fault at the end of the day. And any attempts to bully John Cena is not going to uh, change the circumstances of Taiwan or make anyone's lives better. But clearly Taiwan is a country, obviously. And, <laughs> and it is very stupid, the situation they have with China, which obviously isn't their fault. <laughs> if Taiwan is so good, why is there no Taiwan too? Oh man, that's funny. <laughs> very good. Yeah, I heard his apology pissed off basically everyone because it didn't go far enough in any direction. Clearly he wants to do just enough to safeguard uh, the situation, keep things as they are for all stakeholders, but uh, without necessarily jeopardizing what he actually believes. And obviously, when he wasn't experiencing backlash and when he could speak his mind without risk, he said Taiwan's a country. And it was only after the potential ramifications of that were foisted upon him. Uh, it's only then he decides to potentially do something else. Clearly suggesting what he actually believes, right? Be sure to like the video and subscribe to my channel. It costs you nothing and I wish you all the best.